The Yucca Valley Plugged In Podcast brings you up to date on the town of Yucca Valley's current issues, projects, and events. Your local government wants you to be informed about the progress we are making as a community, and we invite you to be involved. Visit the town website at www.yucca-valley.org to register your questions, comments, and suggestions. Produced and presented by Town Hall, the bi-weekly podcast provides a snapshot of the top issues of the day. Get plugged in with Mayor Jim Schooler to stay up to date on all things Yucca Valley. Hi, everybody, and thank you for joining the podcast. I'm Jim Schooler, member of the Yucca Valley Town Council and currently serve as mayor of Yucca Valley. Let's take a quick look at the Town Council's next meeting as the agenda is pretty full. At the November 15th meeting, the Town Council will introduce a few new employees that are part of the Yucca Valley team that serves our community. We will receive an update from the State Senate District 16 field representative, representing State Senator Shannon Grove. We expect to hold a public hearing, receive public input, and adopt the 2022 California Building Codes. This change will be effective after January 1, 2023. While the changes are relatively minor, there are changes nonetheless, and residents with building plans may want to submit their plans prior to the end of the year to be evaluated within the current building code. Also at our next meeting, we will receive an update on the town's Aquatics and Recreation Center project. This will be an expanded look at the interior spaces of the facility and will provide the community with an enhanced view of the center's amenities and services. We know a lot of people join us in looking forward to this update. We will also receive the annual comprehensive financial report detailing the town's financial status through June 2022. As part of this report, the town's independent auditor will provide their assessment of the town's financial strength, internal controls, and the integrity of the town's finances. The town's independent auditor is appointed by the town council and reports directly to the town council. This reporting structure is to provide assurance to Yucca Valley taxpayers of the town council's commitment to financial integrity and transparency. We will also be receiving the related year-end budget update and provide direction to staff on the reservation or commitment of any additional reserves. The town has historically used this opportunity to provide funding for capital projects and stabilization policies that have strengthened the long-term finances of the town. And finally, we will receive the annual update of the town's short-term vacation rental ordinance. This annual review will provide the town council an opportunity to hear input from the community and allow for possible modification of the ordinance to ensure the program is operating efficiently, effectively, and as intended. If you are interested in providing comments related to this item, feel free to attend the meeting in person or via Zoom or send your comments ahead of time to townclerk at yucca-valley.org. A reminder that the Town Council meets on the first and third Tuesday of each month at 6 p.m. in the Community Center Yucca Room. Did you know that you can always check out past town meetings and see a video of the discussion on any particular meeting or item of interest? Just go to www.yucca-valley.org and click on the Meeting Agendas button. Election Day has come and gone, and I suppose we can watch evening TV or scroll through our social media feeds without being bombarded with political ads for a while. On a serious note, voter participation is essential in a democracy and even more impactful for our local government. The town is so grateful for our residents taking the time and interest to vote in this year's election. There were a number of town issues on the ballot, including candidates for Districts 1, 3, and 5, as well as the town's Measure K. 
the town will send out a separate election update once all votes have been counted and certified by the County Registrar of Voters. By now, you should have received a copy of the town's Fall-Winter Recreation Guide. This is a publication the town sends out twice a year that lists our programs, activities, and events. In it, you'll find information about the town's fall holiday activities, Christmas tree lighting, craft fair, town snow day, veterans tribute event, enrichment classes, and more. An online version of the guide is available by visiting the town's website at yucca-valley.org. On Friday, November 11th, the town will be hosting the Morongo Basin Veterans Tribute Event. Starting with a pancake breakfast for vets and first responders, the event will continue with a static display, a formal ceremony at 11 a.m., followed by a hot dog lunch and music. This event is located at the Yucca Valley Community Center. This coming weekend, we are super excited to host the fourth annual Yucca Valley Film Festival. This three-day event celebrates the creativity of the film industry and is sure to provide something for everyone. A highlight of this year's festival includes the Yucca Valley High School Lady Trojan Basketball participation in the festival. The team, Coach Jess Giesen and Assistant Coach Mike Myers, will attend the screening of the Jackie Stiles story on November 11, 2022 at 7 p.m. This documentary feature tells the whole story of record-breaking, glass-ceiling-breaker, pro basketball major figure Jackie Stiles, who earned the title of all-time leading scorer in NCAA history, a record she held for 16 years. The girls of Yucca Valley High School and their coaches will also get to meet with the director of the documentary, Brent Huff, and walk the red carpet during the opening night of this festival. This is just one of the highlights of the festival. Join the fun starting Friday, November 11th through the weekend at the Community Center in Yucca Valley check out the entire lineup of events at www.yuccavalleyfilmfestival.com or follow the event on Facebook at Yucca Valley Film Festival. It will be a hoot. Okay, let's have a quick look at some of the other holiday events coming up. After the Thanksgiving holiday, the town will be hosting the Community Christmas Tree Lighting event on Tuesday, November 29th in front of the Yucca Valley Branch Library. This event will kick off the holiday spirit in town with a spark and will conclude with the tree lighting at 6 p.m. sharp. Our town holiday celebration will continue on Saturday, December 3rd with a full day of holiday activities, including the ever-popular snow play day and Santa visits. Yes, it will be real snow in Yonka Valley at the community center and a fun day for all. While you're there, you can pick up a variety of unique handcrafted gifts at the town's holiday craft fair. All of these activities will be on Saturday, December 3rd, between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. at the Yucca Valley Community Center. Okay, now we get to move on to our seven-minute chat. We are excited today to be chatting with Jeff Grabo, representing the Flying Doctors. Jeff, welcome to the podcast, and can you start off by telling us exactly what the Flying Doctors organization is and bring us up to speed about what you do? Uh, Certainly. Thank you, Jim. Uh, The Flying Doctors is a... NGO or a non-government organization that provides free health care to underserved and socioeconomically disadvantaged communities. We will go in typically for a, a, a one-day clinic as the vice president of the Southern California chapter. We will set up on uh, Friday and uh, the clinic will run all day Saturday. One of the things that we do, the questions we ask are, what can we do for you? Where does it hurt? What would you like us to do? Now, for the dental portion, our doctors can do extractions, fillings. 
we have a fantastic team of hygienists who do cleanings. For our vision component, the patient sees a uh, optometrist using the latest equipment. Their prescription is diagnosed. They select their frames. And if it's a smaller clinic, the prescription and the frames are sent to a off-site lab and the glasses are mailed to the patient in about two weeks. If it's a bigger clinic and we have four or more optometrists, we can bring the fabrication lab with us. And what that means is the patient doesn't wait two weeks, but the patient only has to wait for an hour or two to receive his brand new custom-made one or two pair of glasses. We have found, uh, looking at the numbers and the value of services, is someone who sees one of our dentists. And when I say our, we have a, a core group of medical professionals, and we team up with local resources. When someone comes in to see a dentist at one of our events, they receive on average between $500 and $550 worth of services but again, it's absolutely free. Those who see the optometrist receive somewhere in the neighborhood of 400 to $450 worth of services, and it's absolutely free. We are very excited because we will be coming into the Morongo Basin at Copper Mountain College on March 3rd of 2023, which is only a couple of months away. The plan is to have 20 dental chairs, spread out or staffed by five absolutely fantastic hygienists who have donated their uh, their Saturday already, two oral surgeons, a number of local dentists, and also students from Western Health University in Pomona. I anticipate that uh, we can provide services to somewhere between uh, 100 to 150 or maybe more on the dental side. I am hoping that we can have at least four optometrists, which would mean that we can provide vision services to up to 100 people. Okay. Well, you told me that flying doctors do six or eight events in the course of a year, a typical schedule for you. And your job is to schedule the medical professionals and set up the the venue and set up the clinic. You go in, you set that up, you bring some resources in, you fly them in, drive them in, all of that. We partner with this group called Healing California. They are out of Pasadena who bring in all of the equipment. They bring in basically field dental chairs, the equipment, and all of the instrumentation. The flying doctors provide all of the personnel We have some personnel who will be flying in from the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, We have some people who will be flying in or driving from San Diego. And they will be teaming with local medical and dental professionals from here in the Morongo Basin. Okay, well, that's terrific. We were talking before, and uh, you said that you select the communities for these clinics based on school district data regarding underserved communities. Is that correct? That's correct. We will go into uh, what's termed uh, socioeconomically disadvantaged areas. The Morongo Basin, like it or not, fits that criteria. Later on in our schedule, we will be going to Blythe, which also fits that schedule. I will say that each clinic is unique. We never have two clinics that are identical. Even if we come into an area 
uh, year after year. Again, no two clinics are identical. Each one possesses its own unique challenges. Okay, well, you represent, you're the vice president of the Southern California region. How many regions are there in the Flying Doctors? With the, the uh, Flying Doctors now, we are headquartered in California, up north in Point Reyes. We have four chapters in California, one here in Southern California, the Bay Area chapter, the Gold Coast chapter, and one which kind of straddles the border between California and Reno. We also have two international chapters, and uh, one of our international chapters is getting ready to have a seven to 10 day clinic in uh, Guatemala. We have another chapter supported by the entirety of the Flying Doctors going down to Casa Hogar outside of Ensenada. And you've teamed up locally with the VFW. Is that relationship one that's long-term as it started, or is it just this event? We have uh, partnered with the uh, VFW. It started locally with the Joshua Tree Post 7264, where they, uh, the post commander saw a small clinic in um, Indio and said, you guys have got to come up to the Morongo Basin. That matched what my wife and I were thinking about doing a clinic up in uh, the uh, Morongo Basin. Quite interestingly, the partnership between Flying Doctors and the VFW worked so well that they invited some of their district leadership who invited some of the state leadership. The state leadership actually invited us to speak at their state convention, which was a, a, a great honor. And we were approached to take our Flying Doctors model statewide which is, uh, again, being a veteran and being able to provide services to my uh, fellow veterans is a uh, great honor. It's fantastic. And it's, it sounds like it's growing. It sounds like it's got the potential to grow and serve communities beyond this region that we're talking about. And it looks like we're out of time for this chat, but I want to thank you, Jeff, for joining us today and for sharing about the Flying Doctors. Your group is performing a wonderful menu of needed services to the people of the Southern California region and beyond. I will remind our listeners that the Flying Doctors will be holding an event, a clinic, on the Copper Mountain College campus the first weekend in March of 2023. And if anyone wants more information about the clinic, about the Flying Doctors in general, or about how to get involved and help out, you can visit the Flying Doctors website at www.flyingdocs.org. That's www.flyingdocs.org. Okay, it's time for this episode's shout-out. Having just attended the Blue and Gold Gala over at the Boys and Girls Club, it was impressive to see the amount of community support for this important part of our community. We celebrate the diligent work of the staff and board of the Boys and Girls Club of the High Desert this week. While often working behind the scenes, the club provides an opportunity for many working moms and dads to be able to know that their kids are in a safe and supportive environment both before and after school. The cost-effective programming provided by the club includes homework assistant programs, positive messaging programs, recreational and fitness programs, and even basic nutritional services. We are grateful for the leadership of their executive director, Michaela Rhodes, and her team, and wish the club well in 2023 and beyond. We wrap up this episode with a trip to our mailbag. Our mailbag segment will take a look at questions that have been sent directly to the podcast or to the town. If you have a question you want to send in, just email it to me at jschooler at yucca-valley.org. You can also find my email address in the podcast description as well. Okay, today's question. 
Is it true that I can have an old refrigerator, sofa, or other bulky item picked up from my house at no charge? That's a great question, and the answer is yes. As a solid waste customer of Burtec, the town's agreement provides bulky item pickup from your property up to four times per year. Once Burtec knows what item you want to dispose of, they will provide you instructions on when and where to place it, and they will pick it up for you at no additional cost. Simply contact Burtec to make the necessary arrangements by calling them at 760-365-2015 or visit them at burtec.com. Yucca Valley Plugged In is a podcast produced and presented by the town of Yucca Valley. Your feedback, questions, or suggestions regarding future episodes can be emailed to comrelations at yucca-valley.org. For more information about the town of Yucca Valley, be sure to follow us on social media and visit our website, www.yucca-valley.org.